Um, oh, I said our oils. <laughs> mm. <Yeah>. All up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got time. So, um, so the title of our session again was um, uh, something cool, Ambassador's Training Camp. Okay, so in, in my heart, there's a lot more, I, I've planned a lot more exercises, right? So this will not just be me talking, you writing, you absorbing, but there'll be some activation slash interaction slash you know something that you have to participate in so be looking for that because the deal isn't about me refining my gifts and skills it's about you being more effective and relevant of who you are right so that's where the more of a training piece will come in there right um so i had this mini vision um that really affects you guys let me read this to you i saw a yellow taxi traveling from the left to right and um, the taxi was sent by someone to pick someone up. The taxi traveled through a, a sparkling curtain. So I'm watching this in my little mini vision. This go, and it was this curtain, and it went through this thing. And I went, well, that's cool. What's that mean? Uh, as it passed through the curtain, uh, it was no longer visible. So it went through this curtain, and it disappeared. And I was like, okay. And it was over. And I was like, well, that's neat. Can I drum now? <laughs> you know, kind of deal. I've been distracted by the vision, but it's it's for you guys. Um, he is sending vehicles, words, ministries, conferences, spirit beings to you to transport you to new realms, and new places. But when the taxi arrives, or when the message revelation, the only way you get into a natural taxi is you have to believe it's for you. And you have to open the door and get in. So when the revelation comes today, tonight, tomorrow, in a dream that you had last night, you can either choose to go, that's for me, or go, I'll wait for the next taxi. I'll wait for the next minister. I'll wait for the next revelation. I'll wait for the next conference. I'll wait for the next time that seems better for me. I don't like yellow taxis. I want orange taxis. I don't want, I want, but so we can pick and choose, or we can jump in and go someplace we don't know where we're going, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, um, every journey starts from a point of origin, okay? Your point of origin needs to be not your, your generation, your background, your husband, your wife, your parents, da, da, da. Your point of origin is your life is hidden in Christ, right? That's your point of origin. You need to realize where you start from, right? And so, um, so today, we're going to hopefully, today, this weekend, talk about since we're on this planet right now, what is our point of origin? So obviously a lot of this is going to go back to Jesus and how he lived because he's the real model of, of our life. Is, you know, he's the son of God and we're supposed to be. He's the first of many born. Da, da, da. So we, he talks about um, mountains and stuff and going and we're going to talk about mountains. We're going to practice going to mountains. We're going to do this stuff. But we're going to kind of build a foundation here, right? So... There's a scripture in Joshua that says, um, before they cross over to the promised land, uh, Joshua 3 verse 4 says, you have not gone this way before. And we've got to realize that our future, we haven't been to our future yet, right? So, but the Father has gone to our future. If we rely upon him, we'll have a successful future. If we try to navigate our future on our own, based on our own abilities, based on what we've learned in the past, we may not be successful in the future. 
We may not be as influential as we're called to be. We may not walk in our divine scroll or fulfill our call, da da da. But if we stop leaning upon our understanding and trust in Him, He'll make us all that we're called to be, right? And that's kind of the goal here. So being relevant and effective, not just being, oh, you're a churchgoer. I know you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word Christian anymore. Yeah, I don't like yeah. the label, yeah. you know? Yeah. And when someone puts that label on me, I go, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that. Um, well, where are you? I know you have a Bible. Yes. And I now use believer more. But even believer kind of, what are you believing in? And you're, if they don't like God, then they don't, they take your big G God and make it a small G God and they think it's mm-hmm. like the other other gods. So I'm still trying to figure out what I am, right? Um, um, the, the whole new mystic thing on Facebook and my strange images from my profile picture. And I feel like, can you please just put your picture up there? I can't relate to that. I don't want you to relate to that picture, okay? That my non-picture of me helps me look at my identity in him. Exactly. Okay. So I'm not looking at myself. None of my books have pictures of me. I like me. I love me. But I'm not trying to be me. I'm trying to be what he created me to be. Okay. Second uh, Corinthians five sixteen talks about uh, we no longer regard Jesus according to the flesh, but we did. We thought he was a normal guy. Da da da. I should not regard you according to the flesh. What I see. You guys were gifted and called and designed to change nations, dimensions, and galaxies. If I treat you as Texans, I despise you. If I treat you like that. Okay. If, I, if I put you as Texans, and I'm from Oklahoma, there's animosity. If I treat you as my brother and sister, and we have a high calling, I might treat you a little differently. If I see your value and worth as a father sees your value and worth, I may interact with you differently. So when I come here to other valuable people in the kingdom, this isn't like, I'm here to hope they fill that basket with money so I can go home and feed my kids. It's like, I'm investing in the body. If they're strong, I'm strong. If they're weak, then I'm weak. So if I do my part to supply, then maybe we'll all be strong together, right? So I'm here to do my part so you can do your part so we can all win. Because it's a team thing. It's not about me getting my own. And, you know. So, this whole thing about an ambassador. So, I'm going to talk about a principle, and I'm going to talk about an application. Okay. And it's if you have a Bible or a phone, there's a Bible. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Matthew 14. Okay. So, the principle of how to walk in the supernatural, not in the spooky, not in the only do it on Sunday or Saturday whenever you gather together, but how to make this. Our, our lifestyle, right? And not make it a stress or a strain. And so we're going to look at uh, Matthew 14, starting in verse 22. And yeah. So in that deal, he, um, yeah. So I'm thinking I'll read it, kind of save a little time. But in Matthew 14, he's, um, um, this is, so this is a story, um, uh, hey, feeding the 5,000. Well, that's a cool miracle, right? <laughs> you know, um, they show up and he says, Jesus says, you feed them. We got you, all we have is loaves and bread. All right, whatever. And he feeds them, you know. Um, in this chapter, this, this little nugget there on leadership, to me it's still wild that Jesus, I kind of told this last night, Jesus, after they were fed, 
and it says there's 5,000 men and women and children. So the full number counts, not, not captured, right? But Jesus, after they're fed, he sends, he puts the disciples in the boat and says, you guys go to the other side. I'm going to send them away. Now, if anyone's ever worked a conference or gone to a conference, it's a hard deal <laughs> to send away 100 people or 200 people. Mm-hmm. You got 5,000 people that Jesus, who is kind of a big deal, <laughs> you know, he does the, what usually we rarely see, you know, guest speakers really hang out forever, forever, forever to make sure everyone gets home safe, right? Sounds, I was pondering that thing, wow, that's servanthood. The whole thing about servant leadership, that was a new example for me to see what Jesus did, right? You'd... Well, I think I know how he did it. It's not really how, I just the whole why he did it, but go ahead. Well, when Jesus speaks, there's revelation. Oh. With revelation comes the seven spirits, the angels, the everything. Oh. And he could, he had everybody captivated because he was speaking. And when it was time to go, he just called them all back, you know, wrap them up. And so they could each listen to their own angel or their own whatever was in the area so that they're, and, and they peacefully could leave without, ah, I want to, I want to get you, none of that because he withdrew the revelation time and gave everybody peace to leave. That's good. I like that. Because the next verse or next, next sentence says, after he did that, he went up. He went up to the mountain to pray. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, for the last four years, been working really hard to remove the word prayer from my vocabulary. Okay. So I don't pray anymore. Mm-hmm. I engage with God mm-hmm. because the word prayer. I I used to have you know, four years ago. The image when I say pray, I would think of someone, an older person. I don't know why older person going off and doing something ineffective. Right. But when I saw Jesus pray, it was always results and, and things happen. So when you look at Jesus' life, you're like, so I got, I got fixated on Matthew 17. He took them up to prayer and then they were, he was transfigured. I said, mm-hmm. I want that. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, I want mm-hmm. turning bright light and Moses and Elijah talking to me. Mm-hmm. So four or five years ago, I said, Father, I don't know what I've been doing. I've done all the Larry Lee teachings. I've done all this, you know, Terry for an hour, da, da, da whatever, I want to go someplace and be transformed, transfigured. Whatever the word is, mm-hmm. but right now my mental image for prayer is not working. So I tell my wife my revelation. Honey, I no longer pray. She goes, don't you tell your daughter? <laughs> I was like, no, what I'm saying. I said, semicolon, I'm now engaging with God. She was like, but she is fixated on the word prayer. You, you have to have a prayer life. Every believer has a prayer life. They don't have an engaging God life. I go, I don't want to be a normal believer. I've got to break that mold. So for me, I do things to break the molds that are either on me, around me, or out there, right? Last year, I was here, we went to Subway, and at Subway, the movie Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and I bought the cheesy toy bag, brought it back here, and I said, I want to be a Guardian of the Galaxy. This year, I'm wearing my Garden Galaxy shirt, right? I'm stretching beyond, right? Yeah. No one I know has Guardian Galaxy shirts at my church, you know? I know some kids who do, but I don't want to be a normal, pew-sitting, only 
maybe a good father, husband. I, I want to break that bond, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So my faith is out there. Father, what help me be not me, mm-hmm. right? I need reminders, visual, tangible things that I am more than who I am. So on Facebook, when someone has a cool picture, I'm like, oh my gosh, I like that. So if you go on Facebook right now, I stole someone's teleport picture, right? Because it's like, and it says, haters be like, if you transfer, if you teleport in front of them, they're going to go, you must have a car. And you know, because the negative view, well, if you had a car, you wouldn't need to transport. The story behind that picture, I don't know if the person knows it, the story behind that picture is I'm way off track now. But um, <laughs> there's a ministry uh, somewhere in Europe, and the, the, the lady who's based in Arkansas, I guess I, I shouldn't use her name, um, she would go to Europe yes. and stay at their house and then go minister in this nice little family, small house. So she wanted to bless them. She knew the husband was a, an itinerant minister. He goes from church to church to church and, and speak and, you know, little income. The wife's just, you know, working as a daughter. And so she wanted to bless them. So she comes back to the States, raises money to buy them a car, right? Raises the money, comes back, you know, not the next month, whatever, comes back and says, I'm going to bless you guys. You've been so good to me. You let me stay here when I go on my mission trip, da, 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 da. She buys his family a car, right? The day is sweet, right? You you know, she buys a car. He gets the car. He stops teleporting. Mm -hmm. All the years before, he was being translated to churches. Instead of traveling, he would just be boop, be there, be there, be there. And so now, her blessing (laughs) became a hindrance or a curse, right? And she was like, now he's like, so now you're thinking like, well, can he just, <clears throat> Lord, I don't use a car, but whatever the rules are, he couldn't go anymore. Oh, that way, goodness. he had to use the car, which costs gas and da da da. So thank you so much, ministry. You know, but who would have thought? You know, I mean, like, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so you're like going. So what are the things that you lean on that you don't tap into the supernatural? You know, mm-hmm. so like self thoughts. Yeah, here we go. You know, why can't you speak to your friends cross country by the Spirit? Okay, the first time I heard that, I quickly acted on that. The night after my first meeting, I that night went to sleep and I visited my friends who went to the same meeting. And I, in my dream, I was, hey, let's talk. Hey, and I went to their house, hey, let's talk. They wouldn't wake up. But I clearly remember being to my four friends' houses. The next day, to check this, I go, hey, did you guys feel bothered, disturbed last night? Because I was trying to. They go, yeah, I, thought I was a little restless. I was trying to talk to you guys. They're like, going, oh, you can't do that. Why can't we do that? You know? Oh, you're not supposed to be popping in people's houses. Oh, I didn't know the rule, right? You know what I mean? So, so it was like going, so, I ne- so I'm like, well, whatever. I keep hearing people doing things. I'm thinking, well, if they can do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do it, all right? Mm-hmm. So like one guy goes, before I go to a meeting, I go check him out before I go. I go, you mean check them out? You send a letter of introduction? You, no, I go check them out. You fly ahead and you drive around the city? No, I go check them out. Okay, can you speak slower? What do you mean? I go in the spirit, ooh, that's allowed? 
Oh, he says, Paul did that. Paul was yeah. in their meetings. I'm thinking, so I'm thinking, if that's allowed, where do I get the ticket to do that? There's no tickets. Oh, it starts with believing. I believe I can go to Houston before I fly to Houston. Mm -hmm. And what'd you see? Well, I did. So before I came last time, you know, what'd you see? Uh, I, I told you what I saw last yeah. time. So this time, yeah, here the first meeting. Yeah. So so all I'm saying is, we all can do these things, mm -hmm. right? We need to take off the limitations. The I thought we couldn't, or really, all now everything you validate with your father, right? Hebrews 2.8 says, I've given you the authority of all things. Anyway, back to our scripture. How to walk in the supernatural. So, Jesus is saying, hey, feed the thousand, I'm going up the mountain to pray. So, when he says, up to the mountain of prayer, it's not going into a little room, putting on his tallit, and saying the Lord's Prayer, which is my image, right? He is going somewhere. The place I believe he's going is to the council, okay? He's going to the council of his father, which I believe we're all supposed to go into. That's their point of origin. We all need counsel for our day, for our husbands, for our kids, for when do I come to the meeting? What do I do the meeting? How much do I bring in cash to the meeting? Do I give anything to the meeting? Do I trade? Do I give? Do I sow? What do I do? Do I think about it? Or do I get wise counsel? Okay, It's a choice. We're all very smart people. We've all learned things, right? I've made decisions that I thought were really good and said, God, that was really good, right? Didn't ask him for a help decision, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you now, there is a place called the council of the Lord that we're all invited to. Mm -hmm. I believe Jesus in his life, he just wasn't wise beyond. He went to the council and got insight from the Father, and then he acted on that insight. Mm -hmm. So when he went to this place, the month of the prayer, he saw, he got counsel, and he says, oh, your boys that you sent ahead, um, they're struggling in the water. This is why I believe he walked across the water and didn't teleport to the other place. Right. Mm. I'd always for years wondered that until like this week when I was meditating on this part here. Mm -hmm. I was like, he could have popped over. Mm -hmm. Why did he walk across the water? Because in the council room, they showed him, hey, they're out there struggling. Mm -hmm. um, don't pop over to the other side of the lake. Go help them out. Give them an opportunity for Peter to maybe believe, da, 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 but they need help. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh. So Wally, before you go to a meeting, wouldn't it be better to know what's, what the people need before you get there? Well, I sent them an email. What do you guys need before you get there? <laughs> well, they know kind of what they need, but does the father know more what they need? No. Yes, right. And we have access to that counsel. Wisdom is available. So that's what I believe. So um, I believe when anyone in the scriptures, when he goes off to a quiet place to pray, up the mountain to pray, that is actually him leaving earth and going to that council room. Okay. I was the idiom for going to his father's kingdom for counsel. But, um, it's like when, you know, you know, you say, I'm going to the powder room. Well, it's not a powder room, it's the bathroom. Right. It's your name for something. Mm -hmm. If I say, I'm going to the little boy's room, you know where I'm going, right? If some of you older, if I go to the reading room, you know that's, you guys know that one? Reading room? No, no, no. My dad reads books oh, in the okay. toilet, right? Okay. So it was always the reading room, right? <laughs> and for years, I'm going like, 
we don't have a library. And so in my dad's bathroom growing up, there were books. And it was his reading room, right? So now I read, in the, you know, but I was like, the reading room? Those are toilets, you know. But when I believe, the idiot, when he says, I'm going to the mountain, going to the mountain it was his saying, I'm going to dad's house for some insight, right? And in Matthew 17, he took his friends to the same place. Like we're going to go in a bit too. So, um, in Jeremiah 23, um, verse 21 through 23, um, this talks about this council. Uh, 21, I did not send these false prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my council, then they would have caused my people to hear my words. Then they would have turned my turned them from turned them my people from their evil way and from evil doings. Am I God at hand, says the Lord, or am I get am I God far off? So he's saying, okay, if you want to be okay, false prophets, which means they have a gift, but they're not using it in the best way, right? And he says, if they want to be relevant and effective, come to me for counsel, then they would have been effective in talking to the people. But since they didn't come to me, they were not effective. And I'm telling you to be effective ambassadors, sent ones, ambassadors are sent one, right? From an authority. To be effective, go back to the Father and go, what's my mission today? Now, some of us have just gotten to where, what's my mission for my life? Mm -hmm. That's a good question to ask. Mm -hmm. It took me, um, um, I, I, I first asked the Lord what my calling was in 1980. So 20 plus years to ask what my life calling was, okay? And, I, and my motivation was embarrassment because all my friends knew their calling and they were confident in their calling and they'd ask me, Wally, what are you called to do? And I'd go, I don't know. <laughs> then I started lying. Well, because I hate to say I don't know, right? Well, it's so special. I'm not at liberty to tell you about it. But if you pray and ask the Father, He may give me permission to share with you. They go, ooh, yes. But I go home going, I have no idea. If you don't know what you're called for, you don't have to live for, right? So, finally I went through that. But we, not only can we ask the Father what our life calling is, we can ask Him about tomorrow, next month, next year. So some of us go, well, you know, each year I go to the New Year's deal and I get insight from the prophet or I ask the Father or I wait till the shepherd boy comes out on the Hebraic year. Well, that's better than never asking or never seeking, right? But we as individuals can go to that same place that prophet goes to, the same place that apostle goes to, the same place any woman or child, any son, woman, anyone goes to, that door is wide open. When Jesus rent the veil, it wasn't only so you can get to go to heaven, you can get to spend time with the Father in all his aspects, right? And one of the places that we need to get to go to is his council room. So recently in the last, oh, three, five, some of us, this is the last few months, we've heard about the courts, right? So on Facebook, courts, 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 courts. And if you're like, if you didn't go to the courts, you can't live. You know, well, relax, bring it back, bring it back, you know. So we're taking the courts and making it a law, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've pranked, did you go to the courts? And you're like, what's the court? Oh, you don't know. 
and your nose goes up, you know. Well, you need to contact Holly. And she'll, and, she'll, and she'll instruct you the way the courts. Exactly. And if she's not busy, she may or may not, if you're worthy, you know, go take to the courts. Do you think she'll talk to me? Well, I don't know. She took me one time to the courts. It was good for me. But I don't know you very well. And so. And so, and then you go to the courts and you're like, the court thing is cool. And I'm telling you, there's more than one court. Right, you know. You must leave, you know. But there's, there's, there's courts, there's councils, then there's gardens. And there's all this stuff, right? And they're all available. What do you mean a garden? What's a garden? A garden's a garden. There's, there's Olive Garden, right, you know? Now there's the garden of your heart where you and God communicate one-on-one, -on -one, right? There's, there's a dance floor where you and the Father are intimate. There's a bedroom place where you and the Father do whisper together, right? There's a soaking place. And I heard, I'm like, I heard, I was like going, I, I just want to go to church. I, 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 I'm burning into church. A garden in my heart. There's no garden in my heart, you know? And I'm like going, so out of the, not knowing, not being very close to the father, because I thought he was busy with other people, you know? I had this vision of, he's busy with people who are obedient, who are non-rebellious. I was very rebellious, I didn't listen to him. So I thought of him as a natural father, like, you're not gonna listen to me, I'm not gonna talk to you. You know, so I went, like, fine, then I won't talk to you. That cycle, right? God's like, you didn't talk to me again? I mean, you didn't do what I said? But he keeps telling me stuff. I'm like, why are you talking to me? I'm not gonna do it. But he's, my first book to me to write was 20 years ago, and I didn't write it. I researched it, didn't write it. Pure rebellion. I'm not going to do it. Then four years ago, he says, write four books. Excuse me, the rules are, I didn't write the book 20 years ago. What makes you think I'm going to write four books? And if I was God, I would make me write that one first, then I'd qualify for the four. So what voice is telling me this? And I thought this can't be God because God in my image would not do it this way. And I said to this voice, no, that's stupid. You should have me write the book I didn't write, which I, you know, so I wrote, I had all this research and stuff and it was, it was totally supernatural. And you think supernaturally would be motivated to do it. No, nope. fear of failure kept me from writing the book, right? And I've moved probably 15 times internationally, nationally, and tried to lose my notebook from 25 years ago. And it still pops up. It's still here. It's haunting me, you know. So, but it, so part of my, you know, uh, when I look at myself as a failure, you know, like, because I didn't, I really didn't do that. I really knew it was God. I still haven't done it, right? So when this voice says, write four books, I'm thinking, did you know who I am? I'm the guy who didn't, was not obedient. 20 plus years ago with the one book. So in my performance mentality, I must perform, then I'm qualified to do this. But God's altogether good. He's like, anyway, <laughs> write this one book. But I didn't do the first one. What do you think I do these for, right? So in my not understanding God, I said, well, I don't think so. He kept talking. I'm like, books. But, but now my heart's different. I'm now wanting to be more of a son and more obedient and more responsive more and more and more intimate and more and more. But I couldn't believe that I'm going to do four books when I did the one book. And you'd think, well, the fourth book would be one of that, that book again. You know, like, you didn't do it again, so now do it now. 
This is my logical thinking, right? So I was like, well, you know, I don't, I never wanted to write a book, you know, other than you told me to do it, but I didn't do it. So I, but I never wanted to. I'm not an inspiring writer that had a book, you know, was, so I'm thinking like, well, no. So my compromise was I will put it in a journal and a journal's a book, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, so I started journaling, right? So I started putting my encounters that were along line the book title he gave me in my journal. So I thought I was being obedient, okay? And I'm doing this a little journal. I'm thinking it's a book. Let's get a bind, you know, you know. So I'm thinking I'm being obedient, right? And I'm going along doing that, and it was kind of cool. And then one day on Facebook, when I just went Facebook, I had no friends. I was in one room. I, uh, I, uh, I'm on one page. This lady posts a book which I know instantly is New Age. So when I see that, I go, oh, the reason why I'm on Facebook not only to monitor my daughter is now to attack this lady because she's now poisoning the minds of these three people who've posted deal and she's now poisoning the whole Christian page or whatever, right? And I go, this is why I'm on. I don't want to be on, but now my mission is to destroy this lady and to uh, take down this book. And that's who I am naturally, right? I want to destroy first, create love, kill. <laughs> anyway, so I go to do that. I go, yes, I must bring up my swords and destroy her. And I go to type it out and it'll go, stop. Do not do what you want to do to that lady. And I go, excuse me, new age, bad still, right? He goes, read the book. Are you kidding me? I'm, I, I'm not. I thought you were my son. I am your son, but I don't. And so I'm thinking, what? What? I'm, go logic again. What benefit is me reading the book? So I'm thinking, well, maybe it's only a pamphlet. I download it's like 110 pages or something like that. I'm like, no. So I read the summary, the executive, the, the first whatever intro deal, and sure enough. New age, new age, new age, new age, new age, new age. This is like, brrr. and yay, I was discerning correctly. Now I'm thinking, oh God, you just wanted to, you know, to firm my foundation. Da, da, da. Now can I destroy her? That we, we both know it's new age. I knew it was before, now I'm confirmed. He's no. I'm like, I gotta do something. I just can't let it go. So I go, okay, dear sister. <laughs> I know she's not, I know she's a switch, right? Dear sister. Look through your book, and yes, it could be a motivation to press into the things of God. Since we're talking about God, you know, because I don't, you know, I, yeah. uh, but you may want to find other books like the Bible <laughs> to be your motivation. Something, and that was a good little, you know, it wasn't a full sword, but it was a directive, you know. And then this is where the Lord set me up because He let me go. And if I get off my butt and write my book, you'd have something to really live off of. Post. Well, you know, didn't use any verses. Kind of a slap in there. Okay, I think she got the message. You can't be just doing what you want to do willy-nilly. I think I'm looking there for a response. And the first response was, I will help you write your book. I didn't ask for help to write a book. I'm not writing a book. I'm playing a journal. I have a journal. I'm doing this little fake game with God. And what do you mean? I didn't ask for help to write a book. 
And as I'm trying to about to respond to that, they're like, what do you mean? Before I touch it, another thing. Me too, I will help write your book. Two people post who I don't know. Because I don't know, I have zero friends on Facebook at this time. I'm like, now I can't, I can't delete my slap because I'm out there, right? And I'm like, what do I do? Do I, do I turn it off real quick and run away from Facebook and act like I didn't see the responses? But I'm, that's, a, that's a punk way. I got to, I got, what do I do? And, and I'm now, ah, you know, a third person says, me too. Again, I'll help you write. And I'm like, oh no. To me, that's, to me, that's a, like a confirmation. You need to write a book. But I don't want to write a book. Yeah. You see? <laughs> Okay, I had three confirmations. Well, see, that's because you you're you're an obedient person. You know, I'm like trying to be godly, the shortcut. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to dodge the you know, and just kind of, and so I'm like, I go, wait a minute, these people are nicey nicey new agers and nicey nicey people. They're thinking they're trying to be nicey nicey. They're not real. They're not really committed. I'll I'll show them because I'm faking it. I know they're faking it too. If you really want to help me write my book, send me your email that you're serious about that. And they did. Not only the three, but four people email me. And I'm like, darn it, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped, right? I've got to, so I'm like, so then the fourth person who was not in the three in Facebook says, when you write your book, I'll help you publish it. I'm like, publish? God didn't say publish, and who are you people? And and I'm I'm, I'm panicking because now it's this confirmation thing. Because I was like, it's not God, it's not God, it's not God. And then the confirmation is, is God. If it's really God, then I really got to do it. And and now this person, I'll be publish it. I have no excuses because I now have helpers. And I'm like, but I don't want to do it, right? So then I go, I write to the person who says, help you publish. I go. What do I, I hum, what do I do? I mean, really? Um, why would you, and who are you people, right? I mean, the one person. And he says, I've helped other people publish the books, and I'm, well, you don't even know me. You don't even know the book. <laughs> I mean, there's no like, there's no summary, there's no, it always was, if I get off my butt, write my book. They know the topic, the title, right. but I have people want to help. And I'm like, weirdos? You know, I mean, and so I'm, I'm freaking out, and I'm like, something. I so I, I take this stuff. I turn off Facebook, turn off email. Cause I have a real job and I have a family trying to. I'm like, what was that? What did I accidentally step into, right? Mm -hmm. So the guy emails me back again. He says, "Well, open, do create a, a website. I don't want to create a website. Create a secret page on Facebook. I don't want to do that, but I can read. So I create a secret place on Facebook, and I'm like, and I add those four people." Now, in my heart, or my head, somewhat, I'm thinking, they're four New Agers, because they all like the book, the her book, mm -hmm. not the book they don't know about, you know? So there's one person on Facebook that read his blog, so I add him to my page, thinking, he's saved, these people I don't know, and now they're pressuring me. Well, not on purpose, but they're here to help. I'm thinking, pressure, pressure, pressure. So I'm like, okay, darn it. So I go to my journal and type, from my journal that to satisfy these people. Look, here's progress of the book. Read this chapter. Now I've never written, you know, I don't know what writing is. I, I anyway. They go, this is great. This is amazing. Liars. You're those Christians that like everything. You know what I mean? You're, you're, I, don't, I don't think they're Christians still, because I've been, you know, 
whoever, you're just those nice people. You know, those people out there who's like, no matter what you do, it's, it's like your mom, you, you scribble, they go, oh, it's the best picture. No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're those people, I'm thinking. So I do, I do chapter two. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute here. And then I write back to them, look, you know, whatever your motivation is, you're not helping me, you know. Now that I finally believe I'm supposed to do this, critique it, you know, help me, be a helper. Don't just be like, oh, it's the best, it can't be the best thing you've read. I've never written before, you know, I mean, I'm not Bill Johnson or any name you want, you know, who's got books and stuff out there. So, I, for my journal, I put in chapter three, and so, I was ha so meanwhile, I'm having these encounters with the seven spirits, right, and writing my journal and putting the deal in the books, the first book is the seven spirits of God. And so, I don't know, so I'm now, I've got like maybe 20 friends on Facebook, right? And and I got my secret room with four people, and the one Christian never responds. I mean, he never adds or says anything. I'm thinking, dude, you're my salt. You're defend me against the new age twist. And he's second now they go mention the sun god. You know, I'm thinking, you know, and um, so I got 20 friends on Facebook, and so I'm just kind of out there and now, I'm, you know, somewhere in there, um, I see a picture that I like, and I say, hey, nice picture become a friend of this person, this person ends up being, I joined, they had a question about seven spirit, about Holy Spirit or something, and I go, oh, I know something kind of wild, <laughs> you know, read these things, and I joined her to the group, she ended up being my editor, who really edited, she went line by line, not just chapter sounds good, line by line, and all of a sudden, this is a real deal, right, this is all, now it's like, really, I think God asked me to do this, I'm still not quite sure, because I'm still thinking he happened to me, now I've got a real editor who's like, do you mind if I, was I too much? No, this is great. I had misspellings. I had, didn't make sense, you know. And so now I had an audience. What I was missing was uh, uh, someone to bounce it off of, right? Feedback. Yeah, I needed feedback. And I didn't know how it was sounding, right? And all of a sudden, next thing you knew, Christmas Eve, I finished seven chapters and an intro and a deal and... And I'm like, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> then I, I go, oh, yeah, that guy who said he'd help me. Now, he didn't, the whole time, he's on that secret page, doesn't say anything. Doesn't say, great, thank you, whatever. But I remember, oh, well, he said, once I was done, so I go, hey, I'm done. Here, here's two links. Click on this, click on this. I'm like, wow, he's, who this guy is? <laughs> you know, I click on the links, I think, oh, here it goes. I'm thinking, and if you enter your credit card mm -hmm. or send a check or send, you know, because I, during this deal, I started, maybe I am a writer. And I clicked on one link before for $1,200 will help you do, and I'm thinking, I don't want to invest in something I don't believe in, you know. So I'm thinking the link's going to be that. So I go on the first page, no credit card number. But they gave me an ISBN. That's real. Real books have real, <laughs> dying. I go to the to the cover title, cover page. They, this site that I've never been to, they provided this cover for free. <laughs> you know? Wow. And I'm like going, but I didn't know it. I'm thinking, uh, I'm clicking, I find the picture, it makes sense to me, you know, I they do this. I mean I cut and paste and stuff, but they provided this picture, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, and they put words in the back page okay i made up words you know for the back page and i go through this process and on new year's day i was done with the process or somewhere christmas new year's time 
I'm on the last little click. Now I'm still in fear, waiting for the, and now to get this done, please put in your credit card for some number, right? And I'm just like, I get to the last page and it says, how much do you want to charge for your book? Not how much do you want to pay us? It's like, we need to put uh, two something as a charge. What do you want to charge your book? I'm thinking, no credit card, no check balance, no, you know, the account check thingy and the long number. Just, just ask me the price of the book. So I'm thinking, easy peasy. So I'm thinking, but I had never thought about the price of the book. Right? I had the most intense spiritual battle at that point I've ever had. At that moment, this voice goes, $100. <laughs> I turned my head, I went, $100 for, you know, I'm like, $100? I'm thinking, I, I have some textbooks from college that are $100, right? Uh, I can never, no, I've never seen a Christian book, $100, right? Small, big, whatever, you know, I'm thinking, what voice is that? And I'm thinking, no, I, $100, that's not right. And the voice goes, isn't the revelations you had worth hundred dollars? I was like, uh, yeah, you know, it's worth more than hundred dollars. You know, the encounters and stuff, and I was changing. Do, 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 do. My life was redone. You know, so it's worth more than that. Didn't charge hundred dollars, but that voice was not familiar. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't God's voice at all. It was just greed, thing, which mm-hmm. I didn't know was in me. I didn't know in me, around me, out me, and I'm like going. I turned my head, and I was just like, I turned, I said, no. I'm at my kitchen table, no. <laughs> then this voice says, like, how about 50? Ah! And I'm like, and I'm like, 50, 100, I'm doing this, like that. And I'm like going, and it's like 11.30 at night, I gotta work the next day, and I'm like, 100, 50, and I'm doing this, and I'm like, I didn't know, I mean, no one told me, when you get to the book price, the demons will show up. You know, no one told me, you know, and I'm like, 150. And I, I, I should have cried out to God, didn't do that. I just wanted to go to bed, right, and be done. And this thing is saying 100, 100, 100. It's worth 100. Well, you know, 100, 50. I'm like, so I go, I go, I type in seven because of seven spirits. It's the whole, there's no deep revelation of why, you know, seven. I typed in seven. The voices stopped. I hit close and proof and, and I ran to my bedroom, you know, <laughs> thinking that the demons were in the kitchen haggling over you know the deal and I and I was like what was that there was no struggle in any worth of the process until that moment about money and so then I I, I wait two days I'm thinking if I go back to the page of demons come back I mean I was really kind of freaking out you're like don't go to that page there's demon spirits on money they're there I go back there's nothing there you know so then you know, I clicked on do you want your books available in Europe for free sure like do you want them in Asia Okay. Do you want Amazon to distribute here? Okay. So now I'm waiting for the mm-hmm. price tag, right? And next page, there's no price tag. And it says, how many proof copies do you want? I want, I want 30 because I want people to look at them again, the hard copy and mark them up. I want one for my wife, one for me, one for my pastor, one for my wife. So I got 30. I type in 30. I type in 20. They go, no, you get five maximum proof copies. I'm like, oh, I didn't know five. And I click it and send, and, and I, I had to pay them, so I did put a credit card. They're thinking, oh, they're going to bill me for a thousand for holding, you know? Oh, 
$12 and some shipping and boom. So I did that. I'm thinking, Phew, I'm actually faithful. I actually wrote a book. Thank you, Lord. See, I was, I'm your son. <laughs> He's like, dude, you, dude, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't faithful at all. You dragged, and I had to trick you and why, you know. You know. But anyway, but, you know. so then uh, a week or so later, there's a package in the mail. Now this is so simple. This is true. I open a package, and there was this book. I went, it's real. Oh my God, look at it. And I'm dancing in the living room. It's not my imagination because I thought it was, you know. And I, it was like. It's not a fantasy. All these hours actually produced a real thing that's tangible. And I was like, I was shocked that the little bit of faith in the beatings I did produced something real, right? So I'm dancing on the room. All that to say, you know, it all starts with believing, right? I believe the voice. I kind of compromised along the way, but I started doing stuff. And that's the simplicity that walking and leaning upon the Father is. You start with a small thing, your business, the broadery thing, right? Every time God says something, you go, what, are you sure? Do it, right? And see what it does. And it goes small to big, right? So, so yeah, I've now written my four books in two years, right? Um, the, the last one wasn't one that he said before, so now I was struggling. You didn't say write that one. Can I, is there permission? Can I do that? Yeah, so I may write a fifth one. I don't know beyond now, but it all starts with going to that place of counsel. The Father knows best, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he knows what's best for you, how to use your time, you know, essential oils, how do you expand, who do I talk to, do I spend my time here, do I do here, do I do, do I, do I, do I? He knows what to do, right? He has wisdom and counsel for you on that topic. He cares about that business. To me, I'm thinking, you care about college? You care? He does. All the small things, he's going, I have this place called my council deal. Jesus came here all the time. You're all welcome to come. Mm-hmm. And it's one-on-one or many-to-one council, right? So, um, and again, if they had stood in my council, they would have been effective. If they had stood in my council, they'd been irrelevant. If they had stood in my council, they would have changed the world. If they had stood in my council, they'd be good ambassadors. If they had stood in my council, yes. Read the next verse. Oh, yeah. And I am, and so verse 23, and I am a God at hand, says the Lord, and not a God far off. There is this perception in the body of Christ that God's way. Well, mine doesn't say that. Mine says, <laughs> mine says, if they had stood in my counsel mm-hmm. and had caused the people to hear. That's verse 22, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the cause. When we go and get counsel, God gives us the, the beans, I'll think with the, to, to cause people to hear what you're saying mm-hmm. because you went to the council. He right. did, just like Jesus, when he spoke, he caused them all to hear mm-hmm. and he caused them all to leave when mm-hmm. it was time to leave. Yeah. So it comes with sitting in his council, the ability yeah. to captivate people and allow them to hear. There's a, a lot happens in the council. Mm-hmm. Okay, But the key thing is, go to the council, right? And okay. not just go once to the council. Like, okay. I speak in tongues one time. Well, okay. keep doing this stuff, right? We, we have to get to where it's a normal behavior that we do that, right? And it's like, um, when I first heard about, you know, stepping the veil, I would practice stepping in, 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 stepping in. Now, I don't have to practice as much. Now I just step in, I'm there. But it starts with 
believing, 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 renewing your mind, you know. And it, in the beginning, it was hard work. Now it's not a hard work. Now the hard work is, oh, like when I finished the first book, it was like, man, that was tough. I'm done. I've marked it, wrote a book. I'm a published author, an international published author. I'm somebody. And it felt like, stop. It wasn't God. It was, you know, that little bit of whatever. Okay, you've done enough. Okay. Wait a minute. That's not, I'm not done yet. There's more to this race, right? And you need encouragement from the council. You need direction from the council. And once you got direction, it's like, got it, see you later. No, got it, I'm gonna go do, and I'm gonna come back, right? right? I was a big time, thanks to the word God, I'm gonna go do it. And I wouldn't come back, <laughs> you know? And, and I, cause I thought it was like, I had strange views of, uh, I'm older, so there's a deal, it was a cartoon a long time ago called Underdog. He had a little power yeah, pill, right? Oh, yeah. So in so I I viewed my Christian life like that. He gave me a word, the power pill, right? And I would take it and I would use the power for a period of time, right? But in the show, you never knew when the power pill came back, right? You know, you know, show ends and he saves the day. So in my life was I thought when I was obedient, if I was disobedient, it would delay when I could go get another power pill. If you follow that, yeah. so my disobedience, man, I couldn't get help from God until I repented and got myself right. Then I could go back and be in favor and do something great. So I had a friend in the Chicago area that I've kind of counseled. So whenever I call her, she had these problems, and I give this great wisdom, my power pill, you know. I'd share and stuff. It'd be good. One time I called her, and I was not doing well, right? And she heard it in my voice. She goes, oh, well, well, tell me. Maybe I can help you. I'm like, you just, you just got saved. How can you help this mighty man of God who's floating? You know? And she says, well, try me. And I go, oh, well, okay, fine. I'll let you know what's going on. But, yeah. And I was kind of that attitude, right? And she says, well, why don't you just ask God for more help? <laughs> you can't just do that. Oh, my God. Rules, you have to wait a waiting period, you know. You have to wait till you're really humble until until things get better, until you repent a whole lot, then maybe there's time to go back to him. She goes, Really? Where does it say that? Well, it it and then she, I could feel her I could feel her smile on the and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can go ask God for more help. And not wait because I was punishing myself. You know, you're that self-punishment. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not, I know what to do. <sighs> and you like be in pain for a while. God doesn't say be in pain for a while. He's like, here I am. Come get a hug. No, I'm not worthy of a hug. I got to suffer some more. Hold on. <laughs> Wait right there. I, I got to suffer some more. Mm -hmm. Feel the pain. No pain, no gain. Lie. <laughs> yeah. It's good in the workouts, but not in the kingdom, right? So don't punish yourself. Don't judge yourself and make up rules. Like I made up rules for all kinds of stuff. So the council room's wide open. We have no excuses. He, his wisdom is there for us, right? So we need to realize as ambassadors that an ambassador is a sent one. So you have to be there to be sent. Okay, you have to go there to be sent. Okay, this is about how to be relevant and effective. Go there so he can send you out and fully equipped, right? Be spoken to. Don't go there and just talky, 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 talky. I'm listening. Father, what's on your agenda? 
Okay, this isn't the prayer list time. This is go to the council to receive counsel so he can send you. Don't go until he sends you. Stay there until you're sent. Don't go early. Don't go, I think I got it. Whoa! <laughs> He'll let you go on your own. Okay? Now he may say to the angel's going, dude, you need to go back. I got this. You need to go back. Shut up. And the angel will be quiet because you have more authority than they do. If you tell them to shut up, I've got this, they'll go, okay. Cross their wings and watch you fall. <laughs> so, it's good to spend time in the council. This is the place where you hear, and this is the place where you are sent. Jeremiah 23, verse 18, same chapter. For who among them has stood in the council of the Lord, that he should perceive and hear his word? There's two words there, perceive and hear, right? Some of us hear, but don't let it digest, right? So you need to stay in that place where he is till you really, oh, I get it. You want me to do da-da-da-da, you know? Oh, and not just da. So sometimes we go in the council, the Lord says, start a business. Okay, and we go start a business. But he was going to tell you which business to start, but you ran, he spoke to me, we run out, you know. We're all zeal, you know, and we start 25 businesses and they'll fail. And we go, God, you told me. Yes, and you didn't stay for part two of the council. There's more. I was just happy you spoke. It was so clear. Spoke through the prophets, spoke through your private time, da 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 da. You spoke and we run off. But you weren't sent off. Okay? You had a real living word. Okay? And you received a real thing. But you didn't receive this full counsel. Okay? You see the difference there? Okay. So it says, who had. Uh, who has marked his word, noticing and observing and giving attention to. That's the Amplified, right? So when you get a word from the Lord, okay, do you write it down? Do you look at it in the Greek and the Hebrew? Do you ask your friends about it? Are you really noticing what he said? Are you really observing what he said? Are you giving full attention to it? Or are you just acting on first impulse? I'm, a, I'm bad. I'm a first impulser, right? I'm just happy he said something my way. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I know what he meant. And I go off and do it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I used to do that, and he'd let me go. I can't do it anymore. Oh. It's like, no, I'll keep you this. I'm not, you're no budget until you, until you get the full thing. Right. So now I'm sort of like stuck. It's like, okay, I'm not moving until he yeah. tells me. And so, again, as we mature, we get to move to the level of um, when, when, if you look at the Old Testament, you look at men and women of God who are having counsel with the Father, they're having an, an interaction, you get to those high-level interactions where when God says to Moses, I'm going to wipe out these people because they're everything you said they are. Stiff-nut, rebellious. Mm-hmm. And the first time I read that, I went, yeah, wipe them. I agree. Because I'm reading this here, and I can't believe they're that way. And this is my first time reading the Bible through. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wipe them. Did you see the I used page? to say that too, John, yeah. and I was one of them too. Well, that's the Lord said. That's what he said. He says, like, and he goes, you're just like them. Right. Grace on them. More mercy. More grace. More mercy. But Moses' heart says, 
Uh, that's an idea, but what about the people around? Um, if you wipe them out, I mean, then but God spice it up. From you, I will make another generation. Yeah. Well, I would have said, yeah. You know, y'all been Wallyites, right? <laughs> and uh, and to me, that's a pretty sweet deal. But Moses really was concerned about Father God's reputation, not just his, right? And so he had a, a discussion, right? I didn't know you could speak back to God, right? I didn't. I thought, you know, he says he run off because he, wow, he spoke to you. Just run off because <laughs> you're not getting a second chance. You know, run off. No, he's in a relationship. So when God shows up to Abraham's house, I'm going to go wipe out Sodom and Gomorrah. Whoa, hey, uh, let's talk about that. What if there were 500 righteous? You're negotiating with God? I know it was allowed. I'd read, I mean, for years you read that and you go like, because like I think, of, you know, we all have our, there's God and there's earthly authority figures, right? So like my, I think my, my earthly father, I wouldn't question my dad. My dad's a colonel of the army. He's, you know, a dad says, go right. It's like, you go right. Dad says, we're not giving money to Salvation Army, right? Okay. Okay. Thank you, dad. Thank you, bye. <laughs> you know, God says, I'm wiping that city. Everyone there. Moses, um, Abraham says, um, what if there's 500 righteous? Okay. If there's 500, I'm not doing it. He keeps going down. I'm like going, I'm reading and going like, dude, he's going to slap you. Fire's coming. Lightning's coming. Stop. Stop. But he had a relationship. And what I'm learning is I too can have a relationship with the God who's all powerful. Right? Years ago in my first church I was placed in, I had this word. It was like, hey, anyone I, I know, anyone who's bound, and I knew, and I I was learning to hear his voice and stuff. I said, anyone is bound, come forward now, and the power of God will, will, will shatter your shackles. And that word I had was very, I, it was very clear. I mean, I knew, I was very calm. I ran up there versus the, I think this is, you know, the, you know, this is like, oh, yeah, I just really knew it was God this time. No one came forward. And usually, I feel like I missed it. But this time I knew it was me. And I said, and this time I went back to it. I said, God, why did they come forward? He says, they were afraid of the power, mm -hmm. okay? Because the power was gonna be directed against the bonds. And in my mind, I was thinking shackles, but they were afraid the power would miss the bonds and destroy them. Oh, so in order to make, you know, to make sure they didn't go for it at all, it was rather to keep their bondage mm -hmm. and not uh, deal with the power. So I sit down, get the second, and I go back up and go, okay, look, God's a good shot. <laughs> He will, he knows, it's, it's okay, you know. And the script, years later, the scripture, when, when, the, when the Jews were thrown in the fiery furnace, their bonds came off, right? The bad guy who pushed them in, he died of that same fire. Their bonds were free. They're walking around the fire free, right? So the fire, which was supposed to be against them, freed them, okay? And the power of God is for you and against everything that would try to bind you, right? But some of us are afraid of God. We won't approach because what if he does a lightning bolt? What if it's the Ananias of fire thingy? What if there's sin in my heart? Someone said, if you have sin in your heart, you die. So let's be careful not approach, right? And this is throughout the Bible. This is what religion promotes. Just in case, let's not do that. We're not sure what's going to happen. So let's not do. So a lot of the not do, not do, not do, right? 
Old Testament. They come to the mountain. We're here. God released, freed us from Egypt. Yay, he's amazing. See, they did the frogs. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh, he's awesome. He fed us. Oh, we're we're going to meet God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that shake? Is that rumbling up there? Mm -hmm. Is that fire on the mountain? I didn't know he was like that. I, whoa, Moses. Hey, we appreciate you leading us out of here. Um, the ground's shaking. Hey, um, can you go up there and talk to him? Because we don't think he's a nice. Mm -hmm. Look what he did to the mountain. Look what he's doing to the earth. Look at that. So you go talk to him. And when you come back, we'll do everything that he tells you. And that's what the church is. Exactly. We're sending people. You go. Mm -hmm. Because we're afraid. Mm -hmm. We're afraid. Mm -hmm. We don't. We don't know what he'll do. We are ambassadors who need to know our God. And the more you go to the council, the more you know who he is. And the more you go, you become like him. Okay? And all the fears you've had, all the wrong teachings, the wrong thoughts, the wrong DNA, all that gets... If you by believe and take a risk. The first time I was, you know, you do what that voice says. How you know the voice is God? I don't know the voice is God. It could be God. It could be God. Go for it. Face your fear. But what if it's not God? Okay. If it's not, you learn something. You know? But, 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 you know. <laughs> um, so, so here's the deal. An ambassador who spends time in the council, who's walking in, leaning upon the father, not understanding. You've heard the thing about, you know, ready, aim, fire. Most believers do the fire, <laughs> aim, and we're not ready. <laughs> if you go in the chamber, he'll tell you when, how to get ready, how to aim, and when the timing to release. That's what's in the council room. That's the motivation to go there. Um, if we struggle, it's like, was I supposed to learn this on my own? Or was I supposed to, the scripture says, if you had gone the council, you could have caused my people, you could have turned them the evil ways, mm -hmm. but you didn't go. Mm -hmm. And God's going, here I am, got some words for you. But he won't make, he won't fit in here. <laughs> get, get, get. You know, he's like, <laughs> He wants relation, he wants you interacting. And so it's faith deal. You have to believe to go and then go and then stay and listen and stay some more, you know, and go, let me get this straight. Are you saying I'm supposed to do this essential old thing and invest it? Okay. If you say it, I'll do it. You know, the fisherman guys, uh, we've been fishing all day. Why? You're not a fisherman. Matter of fact, we don't know who you are, and how'd you get in our boat? We put you last night. You spoke really good, but you're not a fisher guy. You're you're a carpenter. We know who you are. Cast our nets on the side. We've been fishing all day. We've tried 85 businesses. We know we know this water. You know, <laughs> councils like that. It's not reasoning. It's not education. It's not heritage. It's not background. It's not training. It's not it's not it's not what everyone's doing. The father's not into what everyone's doing. He knows the right one. His plans work, right? So um, we need to go to the mountain, enter his council. It's not the courtrooms. Mm -hmm. It's courtrooms, it's councils, it's strategies, there's chambers, it's rooms. There's lots of lots rooms. Of options. Lots of options. Yeah. And they're all about the father because he relates this differently, right? Mm -hmm. 
And if we get like, I want you to speak this way. I, I, I tell this for years, I thought God spoke in a deep voice. And the voices I were hearing were not, were not James Earl Jones and Charles Nesson's voice. I thought if it's God, it'd be that. And for years, I'd hear all these voices and go, not God, because it wasn't deep enough. Not God, not God, not God, not God, not God, not God. It was wise counsel. It was not my. It was, it was beyond my thinking. But I, I thought it had to be a big voice, right? So I got some teaching when that God usually speaks to you in the voice that you're comfortable. It's usually your voice. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? For decades, you know, I'm going like, shut up, shut up, shut up, be still, mind, shut up, shut up. And it's God talking all the time. Oh my gosh, you know. Am I stupid or what? You know, says so all my TV years, right? So, um, let me pause for some questions, right? So, any we had some questions, and but whatever. So, think of, so. This is a different change, right? So, um, this is like, are you saying that I can go to this council place? What's it look like? Well, you don't even know what it looks like, but it looks like something. Mm-hmm. But Wally, I'm not a seer. Well, if you're born again, you see. If you're born again, you've been qualified. The door's been opened to you. Well, how do I get there? You first believe there's a place that you could go. That's where it starts. You don't do anything. You don't buy oils. <laughs> not that I'm not good. You, know? you don't need to change your diet. You, know? you need to first believe that there's an invitation open to you. Okay. Okay, I'm believing. Okay, no, no, you're thinking. <laughs> you're, not, you're not believing. You're just, and so believing, that's all you're required to do. And then when you get a dream, well, I thought the council would come a different way. I thought I'd be, my bed would levitate and it'd move over. So this is where we, we get messed up. Well, well, Ian, Wally, New Mystic, you, we name and then we start comparing. I thought it would be like, okay. So when you have, when you believe and you get yourself a father or whatever, however you want to do it, you said that there's counsel available. I'm willing to receive your counsel any way it is. And then you get to knock on the door. Who are you? Um, I don't know. I'm supposed to tell you this. What? Get away. I'm waiting for the counsel of the Lord. You know? <laughs> but but if, you're, if you're open, then you're, you're open, right? So then it's like, you know, I don't know why I'm calling you. I don't like your new mystic name. I don't like, but I feel like I'm, I'm meeting deal and I, I don't know. I'm like, well, that wouldn't motivate me to ask me anything. But they go like, but I, I've opened myself up to believe God. And I believe he has something for me. Really? Well, let's, then if I'm wise, I'll go to the council and see what the father has for the person. All right? I used to go, yeah, I thought about it for a bit. Got nothing, <laughs> you know, because I thought about it a bit, you know. So now, um, so that's why in the last few years, I will open myself for questions, knowing that you guys have questions that I can answer. But I know that if you have a question, I have access to the council, and this forces me and my faith to believe that he has an answer for you. So I'm like, bring on a hard question because then I'll get a good answer that benefits you and changes me. Right, because every time I go to him, mm-hmm. I become like him. If you make me go, it's more time to get to go. Uh-huh. See, because that's why my faith's geared. 
Every time I go to the gym, I come back different. Every time I go to the council room, I come back different. Every time I go to the courts, I come back different. Every time I do anything in his presence, I am changed. I want you to make me go. You know, I have my regular time, but when I go to a meeting like this, I'm like, God, make it a hard group. Because in my own ability, I'm gonna fail. But they'll make me go to you. And then you'll change me. I'll leave Houston different. Yes. You know, this is good. I'm using them to make me stronger. Which makes them stronger. Which makes me stronger. And I'm, it's, it's on to life, trade. right? It's a trade, right? It's a you know, trade. I'm going to come to Houston for them, but for me, but for you, but for me, for you, for me. Like, it's good. I'm not abusing you, right? I'm life, 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 life. You're making me go to the Father. Good. I'm making you go, I'm going to the Father. Want to come with me? You're like, Lord, you can do that? Yeah, so go. So, let me skip to an exercise. So, if we believe this mountain has counsel, right? Let me give this scripture of the mountain thing. Okay. For years, it's like mountain, what mountain? There's no mountain, mountain. I've I lived in Israel for a while. I went up Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is a hill. It's, it's a high hill, but it's a hill. You know, mountains are in Switzerland and Colorado. There's no mountains like that in the Middle East, so, but not in Israel. Okay. So, so. Just for you guys, because I knew this question. I was like, God, uh, I need a verse. I don't need a verse like I used to need a verse, but uh, I want to share and train. Hebrews 8, 5 tells us what the mountain is. I mean, I used to teach that, you know, the mount, uh, Satan took Jesus to a high place, right? Matthew 17, Jesus took the disciples to a high place, to the mountain. And it's not a, it's not a physical mountain. It's a, it's a spiritual place. Here's the answer in Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8, verse 5. Who, well, Hebrews 8, 5 says, um, no, not that verse. Well, that's a good one. Um, 8, 5, blah, 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 this is Moses. Um, For Moses is about to erect the tabernacle, who was warned by God, saying, see to it that you make it exactly according to the copy, the model, which is shown to you on my mountain. In Matthew 17, where's the verse we're looking for? That's not the verse we're looking for. There's a mount. I was all excited. I got excited in my notes. Well, later on, we'll show you the verse. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, Hebrews 12, verse 22. Okay. Where is this mountain? Here's the scripture. But rather, you have come to Mount Zion. Now, he describes this mountain. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. Countless amount of angels. Right? This is not an earthly place. Um, to the church of the firstborn. All those who are citizens of heaven. To where God is. The spirits of the righteous. Those made perfect to Jesus, the meteor, you know, the new covenant. He describes what the mountain looks like. So every time Jesus went to the mountain, it's not a mountain. He's not putting on his climbing deal and climbing the mountain, you know. None of that. He's going to this place where God is and angels and, and there's council and all this. But it's all there in Hebrews 12, verse 22 and 23 and 24. So by faith... You know, like last year I was like, going, okay, there's a mountain, there's a mountain. Now I got a scripture and I've got experience, but together it's like, yeah, I'm going to a real place. I'm going to the same place that Jesus went to. And that mountain is the Father's counsel. Okay, so we believe there's counsel available. We believe there's a mountain, there it is. His courts are also in that mountain, okay? Jesus goes to the mountain. We should go where Jesus goes, right? Um, 
Jesus took, in Matthew 7, he took three disciples with him to the mountain. All those who were willing got to go. Where were the other nine? Well, we had to do something else because we, we were sleeping. Whatever, the, there's a deal. I, I did a teaching on why didn't the 12 go and why the three? How do you get to be a part of the three? I think it's all about willingness. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's there. And you can explore that yourself. Why those three? And I have this whole teaching on why the three. But you're all invited, right? The mountain, he was 4 or 11, he was 12, as Richard. So we're going to step through the veil and go to this mountain, right? We need to start practicing going to the mountain, these, these councils. Then we're going to step back to earth, then we're going to step back again. We're going to do this several times, right? Um, and we're going to stand up and step into the mountain, and we get used to going there. If you're blinking, this I was like... going to be cool, either one. Because why? first time I ever saw any like last year. Because mm-hmm. <coughs> I basically don't see like most people do. I say that, but I really do. I really do. And so he, he did this exercise, like you know what we're going to do. And I'm going, yeah, right. I've already heard it on the podcast. Or whatever. I actually saw something in that. I mean, I was freaking out. So... Go ahead. So, clear your lap, everyone stand up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need to stand up for my butt hurts. <laughs> we need to stretch. I what I was getting to do So, um, you know, so I don't know where you are, what you're teaching us, but, you know, so again, everything's off by, by belief, right? But we need to put action to our faith, right? We can think stuff and believe stuff, but until you act on it, I'm coming back. Until you pee first, there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pee first. You believe pee first. That's on the tape. Okay, so. Don't they have bathrooms you know, in the council? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a bathroom up there. You know, if you read um, the, the, the candlestick book, you know. Um, the candlestick book? The candlestick book. The three yes. ladies. Oh, three ladies. Yes. Okay. yes. The candlestick? Yeah. By James Yeah. These people were going away for yeah. days and yes. not going to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Now I'm being like, I have no bathroom faith for that. Right. But what do you mean? You know? Right. But there's stuff that happened, you know. Oh, do I have to go to the bathroom? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, there's some things I, I mean, I had no faith for translation because no one ever told me people coming back. They tell the stories about going, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you get back? I have a wife and daughter. If I'm gone away for too long, <laughs> you know, there's something going on. So I had, I had fear of doing something cool, but not getting back. I'm like, do I walk around my passport? <laughs> you know, really, I was serious. And so years are going by, I'm hearing these cool stories. People are zapping out of the bathroom, zapping and popping it in. No one ever said how they got back. And I'm going like, how do you get back? How do you get back? Maybe, can you? And finally, someone tells me a get back story. I'm like, okay, we can get back. <laughs> now, I, now I can believe for it. I was not believing. I was like, good for you. Good for you. I don't believe you, but good for you anyway. You know. Then when I, and here's this trip. I started. I said, okay, I'm now open. Within a, uh, a few months later, I met a person who was this close to me. Tells me three stories of her translating. She wasn't a superstar. She was an older person. I could barely believe. I, I was. She's right there standing. I have this story. We're telling stories about translation, third-hand stories. I heard that someone said, you know, and she's all oh, I heard. I'm thinking it's pretty cool. I'm learning a new story. I'm telling my story. And the lady's right here. She's right here. She goes, oh, can I say something? And I'm like, 
old lady leave alone. I've got a story going here, right? And she starts talking. And I'm like, I'm trying to be, I'm the guest speaker, I'm trying to be rude, but I'm into, tell me your cool third hand story. She's talking right here. Well, I'm, at that like, I'm, I'm like, she's saying something? She wants to get by? I'm doing this. <laughs> then I, I, my ear is now doing this. And it's, it's rude to be, you need to give your full attention, you know. But I'm thinking, silly person, I don't want to talk to you. I want to hear this story. But you're standing there, so I'm doing this. Then I'm, I'm, I'm focusing both ears. She, in a very quiet, says, and then I was shot, and I felt the bullet go through me. I went, did you say bullet? And I went, whoa! <laughs> story. Stop! Yeah, right. This was this Trump. I'm sitting down in the chair, and she's, you know, she's just tall. I'm like, I stand up, did you say bullet through you? You know, I'm not touching the language, no rude, right? Like, did you say bullet? This, forget you. You had a bullet go through you? And I go this, can, can, can you start over, please? Stop. Can you start over, please? And she, she doesn't, her volume is that quiet. I'm like, if I had a bullet go through me, I'd be like, the bullet went through me! Like, no. And I'm like, I'm like this, like, okay, can we, can we, I'm sorry, I, can you start over again? <laughs> and she says, I popped in. Well, well, popped. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> I, 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 when I hear, I want to reenact it so I can do it, right? So I'm like, when you say pop, pop corn, you do you pop from the bottom, or do you pop in, sideways, you know, the PowerPoint, you, you know, did you fade in? Like, I mean, I want to know, I want to pop, you know, because I want to do this thing, you know? Because I've never met a real person who's done it, right? I've heard tapes, you know, but she's right here. And we're telling, I heard that I heard, you know, and I'm like, I got one. Okay, popped. And she's like, she's like, I want to be interrogating, I'm interrogating them. What do you mean, pop? Did you feel, you know? <laughs> and she's like, anyway, I popped in. And I'm thinking, stop talking while I let her tell a story. So I'm like, he popped in, okay. How and do you then, pop? Well, right. but I'm really, I'm thinking, if I talk too much, she'll stop talking. Right. Right, because I don't want to. Don't tell me what I do. Right, and I'm like, I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> I popped in, and I start talking. It's like, okay, the ladies, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There's ladies, you popped in, and I'm talking to these ladies. I said, okay, okay. And I'm like, I want details. I want what well, the dress, you know, I want hair color and, and Where were you? Yeah. And I want all that, but I'm yeah. thinking if I interrupt her again, she's gonna walk away, right? So I stopped and I go, Okay, you popped in, whatever pop means. <laughs> you're talking to this lady, and then the lady popped in. Wait! Another popper? No, I couldn't I <laughs> I'm like I'd never heard a double before. You know, so I'm like <laughs> And I'm holding back the 3,000 questions. <laughs> yes, she was talking. And then when they shot us, I thought, she just, I, I don't. So in my thinking, you can't get shot if you pop in and pop is illegal. You know? and, and then we went to the ceiling. And I'm like, I don't know, you're, you're both. And, we're, and I'm, she's talking quiet. The guards will see us. I'm thinking, you got shot, popped, your ceiling, They're and I'm like, guys. and I'm there's guards, and, and then we were gone, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my, my first live story, and I'm replaying it in my brain, and I don't know what popped is, but I'm thinking of the Star Wars and Star Trek, and 
know, and I'm, you know, and I'm like, down, baby there. And, and she's right there, and, I'm, and I actually reach out and touch her, you know, because, you know, like, you know, like, and I'm all excited that, you know, I heard her first-hand story, all because four months earlier I chose to believe that I could do this. God sends me a real person. So I'm now thinking, why am I the guest speaker? She's a popper. She should be talking. I sit back in the chair and I'm thinking, I drove down North Carolina to Tamara's house, mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is awesome. Then she goes, I can tell you another one. I'm like, oh my God, this is another one. You know? I've, I've never heard a repeat one, and I'm like, and she's, I mean, totally doesn't look like anybody, am I? You know what I mean? I'm like, you'll tell me. I'm thinking, now, I'm in a room full of people. People are back there talking. They, they're missing out. I mean, this is, this is gold right here, right? Mm -hmm. All because I chose to believe. It's, anyway, so she tells three stories. And I'm just like, I feel unworthy. None of my messages are really good. This is why I'm here. And all you guys wasted your time. You should be listening to this old lady who was quiet the whole night. Sat in the corner. I'm looking at her, still worshiping, I'm thinking, Oh, she's one of those praying ladies who I don't like. I judged her to the X, you know. Nothing from you, <laughs> you know. And um, she finished the story, so I won't be able to come back tomorrow because I'm like, thank you so much for talking. Thank you for enduring my weirdisms that I am and my drum and all this stuff. And, and coming up, I'm like, oh, I... Oh, wow. And uh, so I'm thinking, so I go, you know, Anyway, she comes back the next day, and I'm all excited. Like, I'm thinking, you should sit in the chair, and you should talk, you know? She doesn't. And she comes up and says to me, I want to thank you. And I'm thinking, Gil, I'm not worth it, you know I mean? I'm like, thank me? She's like, I stopped doing this, but now you've encouraged me to go back to it. And she walks away. Yeah. I'm thinking, in my mind, if I'm a popper translator, that'd be the coolest thing. I'd be doing it forever, right? But I'm looking at her when she said that. I thought, oh, I have no idea what what what, what really goes on, right? The cost, the embarrassment, even that picture I posted. You know, she's she can't tell anybody because no one believes her, right? Do you be obedient? Do you do you do you do you keep doing it? You know, and I'm looking at her, and she goes, I stopped, and I'm now willing to go back. She walks away, and I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that's cool. let's believe, okay? And so, it starts to believe in, and, and when we get to, you know, next week, Wally, I popped someplace, because I went to the council room in the mountain, and I, and I, and I was like, I haven't popped anywhere yet. But it starts with believing, right? There's no formulas. I my love I like formulas, but it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, you know. But what does work is the Father, right? What does work is you believing. What does work is you acting on your faith. Okay? And so all we're gonna do is do the step forward. I'm gonna say, we're gonna step into the kingdom. And then I'm gonna wait for a few seconds. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna step back to earth. And if you're like me the first time, I'll be like, I stepped in front of my drum. I'm stepping behind my drum. I'm stepping. I'm thinking this is stupid. I wasn't believing. I was 
stepping. <laughs> so I want you to step believing, right? Because the way, way I believe it works is you build your belief muscle, then one day when you take a step forward, you'll be someplace that you didn't know you were. Mm -hmm. Okay. A word is of it, encouragement? I did not believe when Ian was having us do right. it. It's like, well, I've heard this on the podcast or whatever. Yeah. So see, I stepped and still saw something. Yeah. So yeah. God's still faithful. God is always faithful. Yeah. And aren't you glad it's not based on us? <laughs> That's the deal. It's relationship. Because you're holding his hand, he does the rest. We're not like, oh, I'm working him up. He's got he's got to take me. I used to believe that. Alright, I did all the things you asked me to do. Now do something for me. Right. Right? It's not that. This is learning to believe. Okay. And this is just a exercise that we ambassadors need to get practicing and go into this muscle room. And so don't look like me and you know, I learned to step in, so I'm driving the car and I'm like, gosh, I wish I could take a step while I'm driving. <coughs> and and Lord, Lord, somebody said, it's okay, it's by faith, it's not by movement. <laughs> yeah. So in the car, driving back from Connecticut, I'm like, I'm leaning. <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy next to me, you know, I'm not, he's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Doing the juice. <laughs> so I'm stepping in. So now, because I was trying to make it practical for me, because right. Ian would mow his lawn, okay, mm -hmm. with each step, he'd step into the kingdom, step out of the kingdom. And so you got to figure out how to work this for you, to bring it in your life. So in my car ride from that conference, to, to apply my faith, I'm leaning, you know. And again, somewhere in there, next thing you know, I'm talking to my angel, you know, which I've been, anyway. So you'll get there. Right, but you need to customize this for you because it's your personal relationship with the Father. It's not my relationship with the Father; it's yours. You guys are much better off. <laughs> Don't do my path. <laughs> you know, you'd be like going, "We're gonna play college football first, and then be rebellious." And is that the way? Because I used to think you had to do certain paths, had to copy a path. You're all unique, right? But the common denominator is you got to believe, right? Yeah. Ready? Ready to exercise a little yeah. bit? All right. All right. So now we're not going to be religious. Should we pray first? That's being religious. <laughs> well, not wrong. It's just I don't want you to realize that you have to do some special words. There's no special words. Right? Yeah. There is a special heart that you've been given. You all been given a new heart. Everyone that's a believer in Christ Jesus has been given a new heart. So man, think of it as heart, right? Faith comes by hearing, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks, right? The motivation for, for believing is out of your heart. There's no power in the steps. Of course, this is an anointed house, you know? And I thought, when I first saw my angel, I thought, oh, it's the house. They cleansed the house, did house. So I'm in my dad's house, which is totally not cleansed. <laughs> and so my test was, well, if, they, if I met my angels in an anointed house, and the guy told me he spent a year fasting, declaring, and laying hands. I'm thinking like, well, that's not true. So I thought it was a house. I had to go back to his house to have an encounter, right? Mm -hmm. And he lived two hours away. And I'm thinking, I can't do that. I said, wait a minute, it can't be the house. So I said, I'm in my dad's living room in big screen TV game. You know, there's no anointing in the house, right? But I said, Father, you know, I engage with more angels in my dad's unanointed house mm -hmm. than I did at the first house, right? Because I wasn't trusting in a building and da 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 da. I was trusting in my father. It's mm -hmm. provided. Right? So it's not the speaker, 
It's not your shoes, it's not your clothing, it's not your oils, it's not the words, it's not your hair color. I, my hair color is red. She's my favorite now. You, all the rest of you are just happy to be here. You know? <laughs> but you're like, really, really? So it's none of that. It's you, your relation to the Father. He's faithful. We're just learning how good he is, right? Yes. And we're learning who we are. Okay? This whole training is about being effective, effectively sent by the Father. That's what an ambassador is. All right? So, Father, we step in to your kingdom. We thank you for your counsel. We stepped back to earth. Well, could we have stayed longer? Sure. <laughs> but we're trying to work on the exercise of always being a ghost. We step into the kingdom. We step into oh, the kingdom. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we step back to earth, right? Is it that simple? It's as simple as your salvation, right? When you said that prayer, you know, some of us had no tangible, well, I was a non-tangible, right? Some of us had stuff happen. But it's by faith, not by circumstance or events or stuff or whatever, you know. So we can step into the kingdom 24-7 while we're driving in the car, in our bed, at church, not at church, with worship music, not worship music, because it's by faith, right? Now, environments are nice to have. They're nice to have, not necessary to have. We step back to earth, right? And you're going like, your brain's going, you're not going anywhere! I'm not seeing anything! You shut up, brain. It's a faith exercise. Mm -hmm. like, well, what do I do? Taking everything. So in the natural, the light spectrum, we see this much, the light spectrum. The light spectrum goes from here to the moon, right? But we're seeing this much of it, right? So brain, be open to the rest. You want to do? Be open to the rest. We step into the kingdom. And we're in his counsel. We're in his heart. We're in his presence. We're helping our ears to hear. We're, we're believing that he can speak through this message, speak through revelation, speak through lunch, speak through food, speak through something, 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 dreams. We're only receiving those stray thoughts as God thoughts. We're open to hear. We're in your place. We're abiding in your presence. We want to know you. Closing eyes helps me because I get distracted by looking around and stuff, right? So I close my eyes and, Father, I want to look to you. I'm here. You invited me to your counsel. You said if we could come to your counsel, we'd be more effective and be more relevant. I'm here. Have your way with me. I want to be like Isaiah and say, here I am, send me. Mm -hmm. All right? You step back to earth, right? And so... You need to build some kind of routine of doing spiritual activity, mm -hmm. right? We need to be less natural and more spiritual, right? We need to be more faith-based and not natural-based, right? This activity here, for people outside looking in going, are they doing aerobics? <laughs> <laughs> so the outsiders, are gonna, they, have, they have a view, but what are you believing for that's happening, okay? And once you start... Your spiritual body, you know, your body's going like, what's this stepping thing? You should be stepping faster? Get a heart rate going? You know, your body will do whatever you tell it to do. Okay, so when you tell your body we're stepping into the kingdom, okay, are we allowed to come? Yeah. Okay. Your brain's going like, what? So that's why you renew your mind. Okay. You renew your mind by reading some scriptures, hearing testimonies, right? And start going, 
happened to them Old Testament, happened to them New Testament, happened to them last year. Whoa! Men and women, boys and girls. I, I'm, I'm a boy, I'm a girl. I, I can go. And then you go like, I'm father. I, I, I'll go for you. I'm willing to be sent. And he'll send you the right time. Yeah. Not too early, not too late, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll bring you back, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, again, for you, I had that fear. How do I get back? Then it was like, okay, I'm willing to go anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So that's our first session's done, right? So I'll turn off the recorder. And if you have any more questions, we can do that with off the recorder so people are free sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. on that. All right.